2: This morning, Sydney's first steps to freedom. Picnics are back, families reunite, but the Premier warns the plans ahead are only for those vaccinated. Melbourne vaccine hub hours extended and extra doses. The major blitz in COVID hotspots. Counter-terrorism sting police arrest and charge a man for planning to make weapons.
0: This is Seven News
3: with Jodie Spears.
2: Good morning. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian is under pressure this morning to lock down certain Sydney suburbs instead of council areas. Two senior ministers are leading the charge, saying the suburb of North Rocks in Parramatta is being forced into a harsh lockdown despite previously being part of the Hills Shire, where restrictions are easing. It comes as the Premier confirmed vaccinations will be the key to the plan for reopening in the state. If you're not vaccinated, you will not have the freedom or the
4: freedoms that vaccinated people have, even when we get
2: to 80% double dose. Meantime, one Sydney restaurant has been bombarded by negative comments on social media after it announced it would require guests to be fully vaccinated when it reopens. A controversial inner Melbourne school is under investigation over a growing COVID outbreak. 31 cases are linked to Fitzroy Community School. Health authorities examining claims parents were encouraged to send their children to school despite lockdown rules.
4: So we'll be working through with them to understand who's been in and out of the school, what their movements and contacts have been and, and how strong their COVID safe plans have been.
2: Meantime, Crown Casino is expected to bring in a no-jab, no-entry policy to its facilities Australia-wide. The hospitality giant will require employees to be fully vaccinated as well as visitors. Two teenagers have tested positive to COVID-19 in Queensland as the border bubble with New South Wales reopens for a second day. Tensions reached breaking point in dramatic scenes yesterday when a heart patient collapsed after being denied entry to the Sunshine State. Businesses also want support grants fast-tracked with nearly 20,000 applications still in limbo. 30,000 overseas workers approved to enter the country to fill labour shortages have been locked out due to COVID restrictions. Agricultural industry groups are calling for more flexible quarantine measures to help save this year's $73 billion harvest. An overhaul of the seasonal worker program is expected today to allow 27,000 approved workers from the Pacific into regional Australia. Australia is being warned not to be complacent about the ongoing risk of terrorism amid new threats from within the country. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. Police have foiled one man's attempts to manufacture weapons.
4: Yes, a joint counter-terror task force arresting an alleged extremist uh, west of Sydney. Federal police and ASIO raided a property in Orange in New South Wales with the 26-year-old man charged with planning to make firearms with a 3D printer. Police swooping after authorities intercepted a package from overseas found to contain items used to manufacture weapons. His arrest, coming as Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews, warned lockdowns have potentially spawned extremists at home, warning as the country opens up, so too will the threat of domestic terrorism, with ASIO warning activity among neo-Nazis and white supremacists has increased over recent years. Australia has seen nine terror attacks since 2014, with another 21 being disrupted. The government now pushing for laws to force terrorists who have served their sentence to be placed under greater monitoring after their release. Labor said they support the laws but ask why it has taken so long for the government to act on recommendations that were made four years ago fearing that any further delay could prove to be deadly jody
2: okay Taylor Aiken in Canberra thank you a parliamentary debate on Queensland's controversial assisted dying laws begins today the proposed bill would allow terminally ill people to die on their own terms if they have less than 12 months to live church-backed institutions would be powerless to intervene if external doctors assist patients with death. A conscience vote on the legislation will be held on Thursday. Three sisters and former students of Malka Lifer will continue giving evidence today at a week-long hearing to determine if the alleged pedophile school principal should stand trial in Melbourne. The 55-year-old fled to Israel but has been extradited back to Australia accused of 74 child sex abuse and rape charges. Malka Lifer and other Jewish witnesses will be excused on Thursday to observe the religious holiday Yom Kippur. A 16-year-old boy has been charged after allegedly stabbing a woman who was sunbathing in Queensland. Police say the teen confronted and stabbed his 23-year-old victim in the neck. She was taken to hospital in a stable condition. The boy handed himself in and will face the Children's Court today. A major overhaul is on the cards for Victoria's Vocational Higher School Certificate. Legislation being presented to Parliament today will introduce options for students to study both academic and vocational subjects. It will replace the existing Certificate of Applied Learning, allowing students to study a greater mix of practical and academic subjects. A car has exploded into a large fireball in Sydney overnight. Firefighters found the burning sedan in the city's northwest before it suddenly blasted apart under high voltage power lines. The road was closed in both directions while crews extinguished the blaze. Police are now investigating. Petrol prices in Sydney, in Australia rather, have skyrocketed to their highest levels in almost two years. The average national price for unleaded has soared to $1.54 in the past week, despite less demand due to lockdowns. Concerns over US oil supplies are being blamed for a global rise in oil prices. A vicious attack on two female police officers in Sydney has been caught on camera. The man lunged at the officers in Bankstown after they asked him to move off the road. He was later arrested at his home and is spending the night behind bars. The officers were lucky, suffering only cuts and bruises. A young Queensland girl went from being a healthy, happy four-year-old to having her arms and legs amputated within days after contracting sepsis. Now, four years on, Mia Wilkinson is inspiring others one step at a time to raise awareness about the debilitating condition. Unstoppable, fearless oh, and oh-so-cheeky. <laughs> With a new
1: pair of blades, eight-year-old Mia Wilkinson is taking on the world. She's nimble. She turns. She's she's so fast. Seven News first met the Indrapilli family three years ago after Mia had her arms and legs amputated in the space of a few days. She got the flu, followed by a rash, which turned into
3: sepsis. Mia suddenly went from a happy, healthy no issues, no medical history at all, um, to critically ill within 48 hours.
1: Mia and her family are wanting to raise awareness of the deadly infection. People need
3: to be aware of so that then they can get their children to hospital and have it treated.
1: 5,000 Australians die from sepsis each year. Early detection is key to survival. The Queensland Children's Hospital alongside UQ is now working on a new diagnostic test that could predict sepsis within an hour. Current tests often take days.
2: The sooner we can identify and treat sepsis, the better the
0: outcomes for children.
3: It can happen to anyone and it's just sudden, so sudden. As for
1: Mia, she's focusing on a new challenge. I'm learning the trauma
2: bone. Continuing to inspire us all. Brittany Lane, Seven News. One of the dodgiest products uncovered by the 2018 Banking Royal Commission was unnecessary insurance that was bundled with loans and credit cards, so-called junk insurance. It's now banned, and the good news is if you were conned into it, you can get your money back. In some cases, that means thousands of dollars.
3: Nicole Karatiana thought she'd found a great car loan, but didn't realise expensive, worthless junk insurance came with the deal.
2: $8,000 uh, was paid out of my own pocket for things that I didn't even know I had, and even if I had them, some of the policies I couldn't even make a claim on.
3: It's estimated that billions of dollars are owed, mostly to people who've taken out car, credit card, personal and home loans in the past decade. A survey of 3,000 policyholders found that more than half were told they had to buy out an insurance with their loan, while a third didn't even know they had it. Nicole engaged to Get My Refund to recover her money.
1: I wanted to create a system where people were paying for products that they do use and not paying for products that they don't.
2: People should be aware, though, that they would take a, a great chunk of, of the refund amount to you.
3: Get My Refund charges a 30% fee. Others take even more. The Australian Financial Complaints Authority and DemanderRefund.com are both free and independent services that will also chase refunds for you. While many dodgy selling practices were banned after the Banking Royal Commission, some still catch buyers out.
2: I would really encourage people to think twice before um, signing up for any sort of mechanical warranty in a car yard.
3: For Nicole... A happier ending.
2: The car behind me, we paid off and we don't have any finance anymore so we're out of debt, which is amazing.
3: Gemma Acton, 7 News.
2: A mother's dying wish to help other women battling cancer has come true. While it won't save her, Alison Day has campaigned for a treatment that targets cancerous cells and directly delivers chemotherapy in and around the cell to be made available. Today that happened with Trodelvi now listed on the Australian Register of Therapeutic Goods. Checking finance now the Dow Jones is trading up this morning the Nasdaq is lower in London the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained closer to home Japan's Nikkei closed higher Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell the All Ords finished higher as did the ASX 200 on the commodities market gold is trading at 1794 US dollars an ounce oil is 70 US dollars a barrel the Aussie dollar is buying 73.58 US cents 80 almost 81 Japanese yen and a dollar 3 New Zealand The widow of a man who died after falling from a zip line has launched a multi-million dollar lawsuit against the company. 53-year-old father of three, Dean Sanderson, fell from the zip line in the Daintree rainforest in far north Queensland in 2019. His wife, who was in a separate harness, also fell but survived her injuries. She is now suing for more than $2 million for negligence. More than 4,000 new jobs are on offer at the drinks retailer that runs Dan Murphy's and BWS. The company's recruitment drive is double last year's intake to cope with summer demand as we come out of lockdown. 1,200 jobs are in New South Wales and 1,000 in Victoria. 900 roles are open in Queensland, 400 in WA and 250 in South Australia. Applications can be made online. Just search for Endeavour Group. Tropical storm Nicholas is gaining strength as it heads towards the US Gulf states of Texas and Louisiana. The storm is forecast to generate major flash flooding and could also bring a life-threatening storm surge along the coast. Bands of rain and gusty, strong winds are already impacting some areas. Nicholas is one of three tropical storms being monitored in the Atlantic. One of Paris' most iconic monuments, the Arc de Triomphe, has been transformed into a modern art installation. The Napoleon-era arch has been painstakingly wrapped in 25,000 square metres of silver and blue recyclable fabric. The monumental feat posthumously fulfils a 60-year dream of the artist Christo and his wife, Jeanne-Claude. The installation will remain in place until October. Prince Andrew will today learn whether the sexual assault lawsuit filed against him in the US will go ahead. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Boywood in New York where the pretrial hearings are taking place. David, the Prince's legal team has confirmed they'll be taking part in today's teleconference.
0: Yes, they have, Jody. This is just breaking in the past a few hours or so. But, yes, Prince Andrew's legal team have confirmed that they will take part. There had been somewhat of a suggestion coming out of the United Kingdom over the past 24 hours or so that his team had been looking to avoid or perhaps boycott this hearing this afternoon. But then, late this afternoon, a US-based lawyer for the embattled Duke has filed papers here in the Federal Court in New York City. They have taken exception to a number of elements of this case, though. Of course, the jurisdiction here... that was anticipated, Uh, but they have also taken exception with the manner in which those papers were served on the Duke. As for his accuser, Virginia Dufresne, well her family now say that they just want justice.
2: He needs to know what it's like, you know, to be held accountable for his actions. This is not the times of William Wallace where the Royals can just do whatever they want, you know. The times have changed. Prince Andrew thinks it's still those times that he can do whatever he wants.
0: Virginia Dufresne's father there. Now, it is important to note that the Duke has maintained his innocence throughout all of this. He has denied any wrongdoing. He is still holed up at the royal estate in Balmoral at the moment, but he has now given that strongest hint yet that he is now ready to fight all these allegations, Jody.
2: OK, David Woodward in the US, thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... In sport, it took only four hours for Melbourne fans to buy out their ticket allocation for next week's historic AFL Grand Final in Perth. Bulldogs fans get their chance today when tickets go on sale for their members. And new Collingwood coach Craig McRae has recruited former Lions boss Justin Lepich and former Carlton coach Brendan Bolton to his coaching staff. Former West Tigers coach Tim Sheens is set to be named coaching director at the club. The 2005 Premiership winning coach will oversee the football department at the joint venture, regardless of whether current coach Michael Maguire is sacked or not in the coming days. Rooster Sam Verrills will front the judiciary tonight, looking to overturn a two-match high-tackle ban. Australian test cricket captain Tim Payne says he'll be fit for this summer's Ashes series despite preparing for surgery. Payne will undergo an operation in Hobart today to fix a pinched nerve in his neck in an attempt to have him ready for the test summer. The Aussie skipper had been suffering pain in his neck and arm and hadn't been able to train fully. The first test against England is scheduled for December 8 at The Gather. A rescued magpie is fitting in at her new home with a talent that's getting global attention. Molly was brought home after falling from a nest and taught to feed and fly. But it's Peggy the Staffordshire Bull Terrier that has really taken her under, her, under its wing. And it's clear when Molly opens her beak that they've spent a lot of time together. The barking Maggie and her mate now have 60,000 followers online, finding their friendship a happy distraction. Very cute. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough is bringing gusty showers, a few thunderstorms and alpine snow to Tasmania, eastern Victoria and eastern New South Wales. Moist onshore winds are causing showers over the northeastern tropics and the top end. A high is keeping elsewhere mostly dry, leading to a chilly morning in the south. Around the capitals today, sunny in Brisbane heading for a top of 23 degrees, showers and 17 the top in Sydney, frost then sunny in Canberra heading for 15, mostly sunny heading for 16 in Melbourne, mostly sunny 13 degrees the top in Adelaide, Adelaide heading for 17, sunny in Perth a top of 22 today and a shower or two, 33 the top in Darwin.